Welcome to On Air with Russell of Hotels, where we talk about everything hospitality, from hotels to influencers and everything in between. We will feature guest interviews with hospitality professionals who will share their experiences. Your host, Russell Edmond, has spent over 25 years in the hospitality industry, beginning his career with Marriott International in hotel operations, before moving into the sales arena and becoming a relationship-building director of sales and marketing. Russell then went to the other side as a hospitality entrepreneur. He now consults in the hotel and meeting space, which includes being the CEO of Russell of Hotels Group. Did I mention he was a veggie foodie? Yes, Russell is always looking for good non-meat eats. Please welcome your host, Russell Edmond. Good afternoon and thank you for joining On Air with Russell of Hotels Live Hospitality Talk Show. So I thank you guys so much for joining. You know what? I had a, a absence from LinkedIn for about a month, meaning I wasn't doing a live show to LinkedIn. So this is the first time in about a month that I'm actually doing a live broadcast to LinkedIn. So uh, so thank you very much for everyone that happens to be joining in. And uh, I want to let people know just before I get even started, this is an interactive kind of show, right? So if you have questions, if you want to make comments, please feel free to make the comments because I'm looking for those comments, right? I want this as interactive as possible. Um, even if you just want to say, hey, hi, or, you know, flip me the bird. It's okay, you know. <laughs> it's all right, okay? I just want to make sure people are are there and listening. And, you know, if you want to have something to say, you know, this is the platform to say it. So uh, please feel free to, to, to chime in if you if you want to. I mean. No one's forced to do it. I'm not trying to force you to do it, but you have the option to do it. But thank you so much for joining On Air with Russell of Hotels. Today is Tuesday, uh, and it is show number 130th. So it's Tuesday, October 19th, show number 130th, uh, 130 shows. I... I, every time I say it, just it just takes my breath away, as you can see. No, it, it's it's been fun. It's been a fun ride. I love doing the show. Uh, I don't even. It doesn't seem like it's been that many shows. 130 shows. It seemed like I just started yesterday at you know LA Talk Radio, but now 130 shows later, I'm doing it now from my home studio. Things that things have evolved, uh, just like the industry has evolved. I mean, we've gone through some some ups and some downs, and now we're coming out of it. And hopefully, you know, you turn around, you see COVID in your rear view mirror. So hopefully that is the case, um, and we continue to, to move forward. So um, like I said, we are live on LinkedIn. Uh, this is a simulcast, meaning, you know, you see the live broadcast as well as there's also a, um, a podcast as well. So once this is done, I just upload this and, you know, and then it becomes a podcast on uh podcast, I'm sorry, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Google Podcast, Overcast and Apple Podcast or just wherever you find your favorite podcast. Just go and look for On Air with Russell of Hotels and we will be there. We're all about connecting people, collaboration and as as always, it is always about um when all else fails is hashtag hospitality unplugged, which means we talk about everything in hospitality. We talk about trends, you know, the uptrends, the downtrends, you know, what's going on with, you know, COVID or whatever open positions that may, you know, in- interest you in um, Southern California. Cause I am in Los Angeles and we talk about the good, the bad and the ugly because there's some ugly things that, you know, in hospitality as well as, as we would always like to think that, you know, hospitality is the greatest thing in the world. And, you know, to many of us, it is. But there are some things that go on. In fact, I got to share. I got something to share with you a little in a, in a couple of minutes. So uh, but but it is what it is. And, and we continue to push forward. I mean, hospitality has been good f- to me. Uh, I owe hospitality nothing. It, well, it owes me nothing. OK, because it's uh, given me a great career over uh, 25 years or so. And um, also, you know, able to do some consulting and continue the fight to keep, you know, to, to keep it pushing. So, I mean, that's where I get my joy from. No longer on property. Uh, stop being on property about who well, I left being on property. Stop being on property. That didn't even sound right. Uh, back in 17, 2017. So 
been doing the consulting thing since then, been doing some task force, some consulting, some social media stuff for hotels and uh, tourism uh, entities, if you will. So um, let's see. I just received something. What about the new thing? Uh, you know, when I'm on the show, I also get, you know, text messages too. So, I mean, just in case somebody, just in case somebody wants to say something about the show, you know, I have to look at my text messages as well. So anyway, breast cancer awareness. I mean, let's just get it started here. Um, this is breast cancer awareness month. So last week I did mention that, you know, um, it's up to us to kind of check ourselves out, get checked out. And, uh, even men, you know, I mentioned this last week and somebody, a young lady, um, basically pointed out to me that, you know, um, out of every 100 people, women that get tested or people to get tested, 1% are men that get, you know, have, uh, can have uh, developed breast cancer as well. So men need to check themselves out too. So uh, just like women need to, you know, check themselves, uh, men need to do that as well. So uh, it is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So I just want to make sure that we are doing everything we can to stay healthy industry news, um, 2021 hospitality power index, 50 most influential hospitality leaders. Uh, yours truly happens to be one of those. So I do appreciate the people at the international hospitality Institute for, uh, throwing me on that list of 50 influential people in the hospitality space. So I do thank you for that. Uh, HSMAI Los Angeles chapter is hosting a zoom presentation, on the on star forecasting STRs, you know Smith Travel Research, the um, the report card for hotels, if you will, um, they review they review the hospitality industry national performance as well as California, LA, and surrounding areas. So they will take a snapshot of what's going on in the area as it as it uh, comes to the star report and things like that. You know, everyone looks for that. Directors of sales look at that. G- general managers, VPs. You know, all those people, revenue managers, of course, they all look at their star report because that's basically their report card for that period of time. And that can be a day, a week, uh, monthly, quarterly, uh, annually, however you want to look at it. Uh, they have day stars. I think they even have every minute star reports, too. So <laughs> if they don't, it will be coming soon. So believe me. Um, and then what was I saying? L.A. and surrounding areas. And that's Wednesday, October 27th. So is that next week? Yeah, I guess that's next week, right? Next next Wednesday, because today's the 19th, and it goes from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. The moderator will be our own very, you know, we love this lady, Miss Libby Zarahi. She's a director of sales and marketing at the um, Hotel Amarano in uh, Burbank. So, hey, Libby, how are you? And congratulations again on that position. I didn't even know you were there. I knew that, I guess, last week or two weeks when I when I first mentioned this. But check this out. Okay, moving on. I normally do what is called, um, let's see, what do we call it? We call it, I think I already said that, didn't I say that? I can't remember what where I am, but industry news, right? Okay, industry news. Guys, I'm, I'm getting a, a ahead of myself already. So industry news, um, and this is a letter that I pulled out of a, there's a publication called Tra- uh, Travel Noir, okay, is dedicated to basically African Americans who travel. Okay, that's what Travel Noir is. Um, and I just happen to be looking. I look at a lot of publications, but of course, you know, when you have a show, you want to look at some things that are relevant. So I'm gonna read this letter, and of course, I'm gonna have some points on it as well. So uh, an Atlanta area hotel has refunded a customer after alleged reports of roach infestation in her hotel room. Uh, and it mentions the lady's name, but there's two women who told the shade room, I guess the shade room is kind of a, um, a publication where you, I guess, air your dirty laundry, so to speak. Okay. So I'm not really familiar with the shade room, but basically they're, they're casting shade on something and rightfully so on this. So, uh, this person, the guest told the shade room that she found roaches inside her, uh, hotel. I won't tell you who it is, but it was in, it was in Georgia. She says that the hotel finally gave her a refund after the story of her experience was revealed on social media. So basically, this lady had, uh, I guess, found roaches and there's evidence of an infestation within her room. uh, But the hotel refused initially to give her her money back. 
So I'm, I'm going to continue to read it. Then I'll come back with it because I don't want to stop, keep stopping and starting because, you know, when I first read this, I'm like, oh, my God, this is this is crazy. But um, um, the, the, the guest told the outlet she paid more than a thousand dollars for a four day stay. She checked out after the first day and was initially initially denied a refund by a staff member. I called down to the front desk and the lady said, so do you want to leave? Said said this lady, said the guest in an interview with the Shade Room, who added that she and her family were moved to a different room. But in a video she took from her phone, uh, this this guest shows dead cockroaches in the corner. So basically they just <laughs> they had sprayed the room, but there was dead cockroaches within the corner of, of a room, I guess. It literally looked like they sprayed and swept them into the corner, she recalled. A worker stated, "You can leave, but we're not giving your we're not going to give you a refund." I was like, "Why would I stay? Why would I pay for four days if I'm leaving after the first day?" Uh, the challenge that both women face is the fact that they book the Atlanta is an Atlanta uh, area hotel through a third party, uh, which was well, you know, I have to tell you, I don't have to tell you what that is, but basically it was a third party. Uh, site that she had booked her room on. So there's a couple of different things I need to unpack on this, right? Okay, so first and foremost, uh, hotel didn't, they refused to give this person their refund knowing that there were some issues here, okay, because she, they could have come check out the room. She had them on her phone. Uh, only after she posted this online on social media did the hotel offer her a, a full refund. So and this goes back to what I say, the power of social media. Um, I mean, hotels should take care of this. And I wasn't there. I don't know all the ins and outs. All I know is what I'm reading. Okay. So, but the, the thing here is the power of social media. We can put things out there. You know, we can do TikToks. We can do all this stuff or whatever. But at the end of the day, the, do we see these things? Yeah, we see the TikTok videos. Um, yeah, we see negative stuff like uh, uh, bugs in a room, right? We're going to see that stuff, right? So why wouldn't they just refund it before it even got to that point? Okay, so if you see it on a video, because I'm sure this lady came down to the front desk and showed that video on her phone. And like I said, anyone, any hotel that's reputable, any manager that that, you know, that's respectable or loves his or her job would have gone and checked that out to see if this was in case, in fact, um, you know, valid. Was this a valid complaint? And then, of course, a refund would have been justified in this case. But no one did that. Um, they had to go through the whole social media thing. Then once it got aired on social media, then, OK, and you start naming hotels. Guess what? People will start doing what they need to do, right, or in this case, refund. So the, the power of social media is something else. I mean, there is a lot of power in social media, and just we need to, as hoteliers, hoteliers, uh, we need to make sure that we're using the power of social media it's for our benefit, right? Um, if people are doing it for, for things that are happening to them, our guests, we should be doing it to persuade people to come in. And why am I saying that? Some hotels do do this, but I don't think we do enough. I don't think hotels do enough to, uh, to help themselves, to help their case as, as far as getting more business. I, I just don't. I've always said that, and I always will. I come from a perspective of a direct, former director of sales and marketing and a former general manager. So I saw it that it wasn't being done. Uh, I was guilty of not doing it myself. And then, mind you, this was... You know, it wasn't like it is now where you really need social media because the face to face, you know, meeting people and all that stuff, how we used to do it, taking people out and, you know, kind of entertaining and all that. That's kind of, you know, at a standstill now. It's not happening. So what's the best way to reach people? Uh, social media. It, it, can I hear anybody out there? What? I, am I the only one that thinks that? But anyway, I mean, that's the best way to reach it. And another thing that I got from this letter is this person booked through a third party. Okay, and let me just read this last thing. When the third party was notified about their experiences, a representative told them they were unable to get a refund. While the third party booking sites are great to find a cheaper deal, one of the challenges can be getting a refund as some of the information on the, site, on the sites can be wrong or misleading. 
That's why experts highly recommend booking directly through the company's web- website and purchase travel traveler's insurance to accommodate your travel plans um, just in case things go wrong. Okay, I'm going to go on record right now and say I'm an expert or an authority on hotels. And I'm telling you, people that are not hotel people or hospitality people, just your 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 regular business traveler or, you know, Mary who wants to book a, a family getaway or Joe who just wants to, you know, book him and his wife to get away. Book direct. OK, I'm, I'm going to be the expert here. Right. OK, I'm going to be the authority book direct, because if you have issues, you go right to the hotel. If you if it's a third party and you go, if it's a, a, a Expedia, a Priceline, a Hotels.com, those are all considered third party um, um, travel agents. OK, online travel agents, third party travel agents, however you want to put it. Bottom line. If you book through them, you have to go through them to get some restitution or or some satisfaction or refunds or whatever, because you have to go through if it's Expedia price line, you got to go through them and then they have to communicate with the hotel and this and that or whatever, or whatever. OK, so just make sure if we didn't learn anything from this um, book direct, because when I first read it, the first thing I came up with was why that person book direct, I, you know. I mean, I knew how this was going to turn out uh, just by reading the first thing. I said, they must not have booked direct and find out going towards the middle to the end of the, the, uh, the letter or the note or whatever. They didn't book direct. So the moral of the story is make sure you book direct. OK, so I can't say that enough. I said it every single week. If it's not on my show, it's on a um, um, social media posting that I do. I mean, you just have to book direct. So. I mean, I, I guess I can't say any more about that than just book direct. There you go. Next, increasing social media engagement. Excuse me while I take a drink of water. I'm drinking out of my SoFi Stadium cup. Okay, it's, it's, it's aluminum and it's reusable. Okay, so we all need to do our part for the environment. Um, so we want to increase your social media engagement. You know, this all ties into, you know, social media, you know, the power of social media. Uh, If you want to book, you want to increase your social media engagement, use like IG Reels or uh, TikTok or um, YouTube has YouTube shorts, LinkedIn, Facebook, whatever you whatever platform you decide to use. Use those to increase your social media engagement. I mean, I talk about this all the time. I mean, do I consider myself a social media expert? You're damn right I do. And I know what works and what doesn't work. So I would, and I, like I said, I always, I've been absent from LinkedIn for a while, uh, for about the last month, like I said, but these are things that I always do. If you look at my LinkedIn profile or looked at, look at my LinkedIn page, Russell L. Edmond, you'll see all the postings I've ever done because I, I ter- normally do them on LinkedIn. I do them on other platforms as well, but LinkedIn, I get more viewers on LinkedIn. So that, of course I'm going to use LinkedIn to do a lot, uh, you know, a lot of my postings and things like that. So, um, so let's just make sure that we are doing everything we can to do that, you know, to make sure we're being seen, we're staying relevant. Um, people, you know, they don't have to search to find us. Okay. Cause people remember the last hotel, that they saw. Right. So if, uh, if it comes time, cause you know, time is everything, right? So if it comes time for me to book and I happen to see, uh, you know, XYZ hotel post something like, okay, well let me, that's right. I did see XYZ hotel. Let me go on XYZ hotels website and see what their rates are. Okay. So it's the last, the squeaky wheel gets the oil. Okay. So whoever making the most noise on social media is going to get the business or get more views or get more likes. I mean, that's what it comes down to. So you get all these people, I always use TikTok as an example. You get all these people doing these, you know, dance challenges and all that. Why do they do that? They do it because they want to be noticed. Okay. Why don't we want to be noticed? Why don't hotel people or uh, hotels, your personal brand should be, this is, this is what I think. Okay. And this is just me. Uh, some people may think a little different. Maybe there's some gray area there, but your personal, your personal brand, like I'm Russell L. Edmond, uh, should um, support your professional brand. 
Meaning if I work my last hotel, and I'll just say this, my last hotel was the Sheraton Universal. So as a brand Russell L. Edmond or Russell of Hotels, I should always bring along with me the, the Sheraton Universal. Okay, when I work there, right, as a director of sales and marketing. So anytime I post things, I'm posting Russell, but, you know, Russell works at the Sheraton. I mean, there has to be some affiliation there, right? So if I'm, you know, somewhere out and about and I'm, you know, in the area of the hotel, you know, post something. And just so people know that, okay, this is a brand within the brand. This is the Russell brand, Russell Edmonds brand within the Sheraton Universal's brand. Okay, that's that's how it should go. I mean, this is just, like I said, this is what I think. This is what's worked for me. Um, because you want to be known as the authority at that particular hotel or that director of sales. You want people to know. You don't want any um misunderstanding or they don't well, who's the director so no russell edmund is because he posts things all the time just like russell of hotels who is russell of hotels russell edmund is that's his company he's all about social media he's all about putting your hotel on blast if you want someone to put your hotel on blast russell of hotels is a person that will do it because he doesn't want hotels to fall by the west wayside or not be noticed or or whatever. So, I mean, whoever makes the most noise is going to, people are going to see that. Okay. So just remember that. Why are people, you know, it kills me sometimes. People know I do a show at, you know, one o'clock every Tuesday and they're texting me. Um, So now I have to respond to that text. I'm doing a show. Whew. What is wrong with these people? So anyway, so you just have to take time to do that and, and tell people that, you know, you got to check some people sometime. Okay. People know that you're doing this show now. Okay. So you got to check them. So anyway, getting back to this. <laughs> so that's how you increase as far as in, increasing um, social media engagements, use IG reels. I use IG reels. Um, and the reason why, because there's, you can put music to it, to your videos and that normally gets a lot more views and, and, and comments or engagement. So make sure you use IG Reels. Uh, and then, um, what is it called? YouTube Shorts, you can do that as well. Okay, you can do music as well. But the thing of it is, the music is not as long. It's only as long as your video is long. I think it goes maybe 15 seconds, and, and that's it. So, But IG Reels, you go a little longer. And if you're doing IG Reels, I just got this tip yesterday. If you're doing IG Reels and you're not getting enough um, what do you, selection of music, change your profile to read entrepreneur. And entrepreneurs, for whatever reason, tend to get more choices when it comes to music. Uh, if you've done IG Reels before, you know exactly what I'm talking about, right? Because something, so something within the algorithms wants you to use uh, certain um, profiles or certain uh, titles in your profile for whatever reason. I don't know what that is, but I just found that out um, yesterday. So check that out. Any questions at all with that? You can just reach out to me, Russell at RussellofHotels.com, and I will let you know. Um, who is hiring? Who's hiring? Now, every week I try to do, um, you know, I try to let people know who's looking for, you know, not who's looking for a job, but yeah, well, who's looking for um, employees or managers or directors or general managers or whatever. So um, the Marina Del Rey Hotel, which is a Pacifica hotel, they own and manage that hotel. They're looking for a GM. Now, I love that hotel. Now, I'm not sure if you've been to Marina Del Rey before, but and I'm in Los Angeles, so these hotels or these uh, jobs will primarily be the Los Angeles, greater Los Angeles area, Southern California, uh, you know, those areas. Okay. So just so you know, and these are, I found all three of these are no, that's more than three. I think it's six of them on indeed.com. So if you're looking for a job, go to indeed.com. Cause that's where I get these from. I get the little notifications every day, you know, who's looking for what. So, um, uh, Marina Del Rey hotel, which is in Marina Del Rey, which is about 15 minutes from where I live. So if you want me to meet you there for a drink, you guys want to invite me after you get the job, Go ahead and just I'll be there in 15 minutes. Okay, so they're looking for a GM, um, oversee hotel refurbishment. So I guess they're going through renovation, travel to sales events. Really? The GM's going? Okay, I love that. Travel uh, uh, training seminars, complete marketing reports. Those are just kind of 
things they threw out there. I didn't go through the whole description, the job description and all that, but that's what they just, that's what, without me going into it, that's what it said. Okay. So Marina Del Rey hotel looking for a GM. They're managed by Pacific Pacifica hotels, Prospera hotels. They're looking for area sales manager, uh, Hyatt house, USC medical center. They're looking for an assistant general manager, um, OLS, which is the name, which is the, the management company, uh, in WeHo, which is in West Hollywood, they're looking for a hotel manager. So I'm not sure which hotel that is. I think OLS has several hotels in uh, the West Hollywood area, but one of their hotels are looking for a hotel manager. Uh, Le Meridian in Arcadia, then that that's a brand new hotel that's only been open. Oh, it's been open this year, so I'm gonna say less than four months. Yeah, I'm gonna say less than four months has been open. They're looking for a catering sales manager. The Courtyard in Riverside, that's Riverside, California, which is from L.A. It's about an hour and 20 minutes, I would guess, east of Los Angeles. They're looking for a housekeeping manager, and that's managed by Ambridge Hospitality. So there you go. So you got several several jobs right there. You can always replay this if you want to see exactly what was Russell saying, what, which jobs are opening. Um, but Or you can just go to Indeed.com and put in those parameters of, Hotel jobs, hotel sales jobs, hotel general manager jobs, whatever. You know how to do it, right? My job is just to give it to you, you know, and you take it and run with it, okay? So, but I think, I just think it's important that um, that I do get that information because you never know. Somebody may not even thought about these particular jobs. They may not have seen them. Uh, some of these just came out today, so it's probably a good time to check them out. So, um, non-meat eats. You guys know that, excuse me one second. I have to take another drink of water. Um, and I'm saying that primarily for the podcast, uh, the people that, that listen to it on, on the podcast. Okay. Because you guys can see me, right? <clears throat> excuse me. So non-meat eats. I always talk about every week. Um, you guys know I don't eat, I don't eat meat. Um, well, if you want to call it vegan, uh, 100% plant-based. I like to say 100% plant-based because I'm not a, I don't have a vegan lifestyle. And that vegan lifestyle has a whole, has more to, it has more to do than just eating what you eat. It's, it has to do with, you know, the, the type of clothes you wear, you know, your choices in the material or fabric that you happen to wear, uh, like your your shoes, your clothes, your your belts. You know, if they're leather, if I'm wearing a leather belt, I can't be a vegan, okay? Because it's a whole lifestyle. It's not just about what you eat. It's uh, it's about how you live your life. And I haven't I, I'm not there yet. I just don't eat meat and things like that. So I do my part. OK, I do my little bit of that part. Right. So I'm 100 percent plant based. So but every week I always want to mention where I ate or something interesting that I happen to prepare myself. Right. So uh, last Saturday was it Saturday, Saturday. Yeah, Saturday went to Millie's Cafe in Silver Lake, which is on Sunset Boulevard. So it's not a vegan place, but they have a vegan menu. You got to ask for that. It's like that secret menu, right? Like you go to In-N-Out and you say, hey, um, let me have a five by five or four by five, four by four. Well, that's not on the menu at In-N-Out, right? But you can ask for a four by four or animal style fries, animal style style burger. Uh, you can even ask for burgers with, what was it? Mustard and mayonnaise, because normally they don't put that on. Um, they don't put that on the burgers, right? So you have to ask for that stuff, right? So a four by four is four patties. Instead of having a double double, I want a four by four. But that's not on the menu. But you can ask for it. it's on the secret menu. So you go to this place called, like I said, Millie's Cafe. <laughs> I went that whole route to get back to Millie's Cafe, right? So you go to Millie's Cafe in Silver Lake on Sunset. Ask for the vegan menu, okay? I happen to get, they got like vegan milkshakes on this menu. Um, they got breakfast, they have lunch. I got the fluffy pancakes, okay? So I got the vegan uh, pancakes uh, with soy riso, which is, you know, chorizo, but it's soy. And it came with tofu, it's scrambled. So the soy riso and the tofu were scrambled. And it came with like breakfast potatoes or whatever. But the kicker that I really love was their chai latte with the with oat milk. And I think that's the first time I've had chai latte with oat milk. It was so creamy and flavorful and strong because, you know, sometimes you can get some weak chai. But this chai was it was perfect. It was it wasn't too strong. It wasn't it wasn't weak. It was right in the middle. And like I said, it was so 
It was so creamy and flavorful and it was just, it was on point. Okay. So Millie's cafe, I definitely will be back. If you guys ever in Silver Lake looking for a place with that special secret vegan menu, check out Millie's cafe. Okay. I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. Uh, hotels. Are you being consistent, consistent with your content or messaging? Keep us up to date. Are we sending out messages about our protocols, whatever our protocols are, if that's uh, we're now we're not, you know, masking anymore. OK, well, let people know. Let people know before they get there. Uh, let them know on your website because people will read your website just to see what to expect once they get there. Right. So if it if it says on your website, oh, we no longer adhere to the mask policy, you know, uh, but then you get there and everyone has a mask. Well, that's an issue, right? I mean, I would I would be ticked off. Well, that's not what it said on your website. So just make sure things are consistent. Whatever your protocols are, just make sure you are being consistent. Um, what do I do? People always ask me, what, what does this Russell Fotels guy do? Well, who, who the hell is he? Um, in a noisy digital space, I keep your brand noticed. What if that was my elevator pitch? Okay, you know, we always talk about, you know, I think elevator pitches, I think that's an old antiquated thing that we do or term. I, I never agree with it. You know, you got 30 seconds to tell them what you do, blah, blah, blah. No, I want more than 30 seconds, okay? Um, because people are going to ask questions. So if I, if someone, I got on the elevator and someone said, hey, what do you do? And I said, in a noisy digital space, I keep your brand noticed. <laughs> What would they say? They would have to ask more about that. They're not just going to say, oh, okay, I got you. No, they're going to ask, right? So that when when they start asking questions, when you ask, you know, it's kind of open-ended thing where, you know, you want them to get more out of you, then you start talking. And it may take longer than 30 minutes. I mean, 30 seconds, excuse me. It may take longer than 30 seconds. It may take longer than 30 minutes. I don't know. But it starts a conversation. People become engaged if you if if you phrase it something like that. In a noisy digital space, I keep your brand noticed. I mean, and then you go into what you do. Okay, I'm a social media expert. I primarily, you know, do this for hotels, blah, 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 blah. You know, in today's day and age, hotels need to be noticed. They need to be stay relevant. You know, and that's what I do. I do it for all brands, not just for hotel brands, but for every brand. You know, just let me know what you need me to do. Uh, and like I said, that creates more engagement than just trying to get through this thing that you've been rehearsing your head for years. And all of a sudden you get that opportunity and you're like, Oh, okay. You know, because that's rehearsed, right? People don't want things that are rehearsed just like in social media, right? People are getting our social media algorithms are getting so sophisticated that they know they can smell BS when they see it. Right. Just like people can smell BS when they see it. You're like, Oh, okay. That's rehearsed. Okay. No, they want natural stuff. I mean, if you make a mistake on something, it's okay. If I make a mistake on, I say something wrong on this show. It's okay. Because guess what? It's that means you're human. If you make a mistake, it means you're human. Right. So big deal. Move on. Okay. But I don't think I never thought 30 seconds was enough. And I just think that stresses people out when you're, you know, you're, you're taking a class or, you know, sales related class and oh, you, you need to work on your 30 second, you know, pitch or whatever. I'm like, okay. Anyway, so that's just what I think about that. But in a, in a noisy digital space, I keep your brand noticed. So that's what I do. Um, I help hotels find themselves or be found. Okay. That's the thing. Hotels need to be found. So my job is to create content where people notice it and they remember it. Okay. So when it's time to book, then it's time to book. Okay. So what else? Hotel site selection. I have a hotel site selection company as well, or business or part of what I do. Um, so basically companies, organizations, associations, whatever, um, they need assistance with finding the proper hotel meeting facility or whatever for their function, their convention, their retreat, their reunion, whatever the case may be. My job is to source out the, that particular meeting or event to the hotels within that area. The hotels within that area respond back to me. I compile a report, send that off to my client, and then we discuss it. You know, which hotels I think are good for this particular group and or for, for this particular hotel or this particular group and, um, or this company and why I think that is right. So 
Um, sometimes my opinion matters. Sometimes, you know, they just say, oh, okay, I know that hotel. Okay, oh, you get the best rate, so we'll go with that hotel. Uh, and then we go from there. And then I, you know, assist with the, ho- the contract and pricing negotiations as well. Make sure the terms and conditions are in the contract that should be in there. And because hotels tend to sometimes use boilerplate contracts and they think one size fits all. Well, that's not always the case. One size does not fit all when it comes to hotel contracts. So my job is to go through and make sure that, you know, the terms or whatever are for that particular group are they, they should be in there. And if they if they should not be in there, then I'll, my job is to contact the hotel salesperson and say, hey, uh, can you explain why this is in here? And then we go from there. So there you go. And I'll say, well, I don't think it should be because of X, Y, and Z. And most times they say, okay, you're absolutely right. I didn't even think about that. Okay. So, okay. And I'm a show host. So uh, I'm a show host of one of the top 25 international hotel podcasts. So on air with Russell of Hotels is one of the top 25. I think last count, I was number 17 um, of best hotel podcast that you should follow or listen to in 2021 so there you go so those are some of the things i do and then you know i've been asked you know people ask me about sponsorships and things like that hey take a look i hopefully you can see this take a look at this video it's kind of you know some of the videos that i do i mean i just give an example of one uh, but just imagine you know your property is or this is your property right uh, and then we go from there and i'll come back Uh, this is supposed to work. Oh, maybe if I put the right button. If the wind is right, you can sail away. Find tranquility. Oh, the canvas can do miracles. Just you wait and see. So I'm not sure if you guys saw that, but it was basically, basically a video of that hotel was the... Um, Double Tree in San Pedro. Now, if you notice, it wasn't exactly the, the picture. The video was not of that hotel. The picture was the the uh, marina setting. Okay, because you don't necessarily have because sometimes you know social media we think that we have to show pictures of the hotel all the time. No, what about the surrounding area? Because you want people to get excited about going to this particular area. Because a lot of times we think, oh, it's about the hotel, social media, and when you post things, it should always be about the hotel. No, it shouldn't. It should, because, and I always say this, the, um, the um, what am I trying to say? Let me see. Let me make sure my microphone's up. Um, the hotels are byproducts of a destination, okay? Meaning, they choose a destination first and then, okay, I need a hotel because I'm going to, to this destination. Okay. So people need to see what's in that area. So the purpose of that video was to show, you know, the boats, the Marina, uh, because everybody loves boats and water. Okay. And then, okay. The hotel was right. I mean, I was standing from the hotel from their um, patio when I took that picture. Right. So it took the walkway and it went to the boats and the Marina and then I think it ended maybe part of the hotel. I can't remember. But uh, I just gave a snippet of it, right? So that's what I do. Those are the kind of videos that I do. And, you know, that's kind of the stuff that I do. So if you're interested or just you want to contact Russell of Hotels or Russell Edmund, which is the same person, uh, this is my contact information, Russell at RussellofHotels.com. That is my contact information. And that was it. I just wanted to let you guys know that. Um, so... I mean, sponsorship opportunities, I always mention this, um, you know, get your message out to the right person because that's what you want to do. Um, you want to stay relevant. Like I always say, um, if you're having, say, just say your, your hotel is opening or reopening, a grant opening for something, maybe a restaurant is opening, re, you know, a, a, a restaurant is reopening within your hotel. Um, this is an opportunity to come on and talk about your hotel or send me, or I can make a video for you and I can place it on air with Russell of hotels, which this show airs every Tuesday at one o'clock Pacific standard time. And it runs forever. I mean, the videos don't, I don't take the videos off. Once the video is there, it's there forever. Um, so people, you know, I, I can get, 
you know, 800 to 5,000 views, you know, something like that. It sometimes even more. So it just depends. It just depends. But um, what I always say is you got to do something, you know, you, you have to, you, you need to use social media to your advantage. Okay. Because it reaches more people than you can ever call on the phone. Okay. Cause that's where, it, you know, okay, well, are you calling people? Are you doing this? Are you doing that? I had this situation. Okay. Let me, I'll just tell you this real quick. I don't know if I was disappointed when this person told me this. I'm not even sure. But, I, you know, I have conversations with a lot of people. And um, this person told me, this person was, a, I think, uh, in sales. Let's just say this person was in sales. And, and, and he or she had told me that uh, I go into these, like, you know, sales meetings or staff meetings, and I get tired of lying. I said, what do you mean you get tired of lying? <laughs> I get tired of saying that, I'm doing doing these, making these calls or calling this client uh, or I'm, I have this lead that I'm working on. Uh, and I'm like, you make that stuff up. <laughs> You're lying about this stuff. So it made me think that's one person that's not engaged in social media, because if that person was involved in social media, you would have that as another tool. Okay, another tool within that tool chest that you can pull up and say, hey, these are things I did. These are people I engage with. This is what I'm putting out. This is the the content that I'm putting out. Um, This is going to help us, you know, with our branding. It may not help uh, directly with with your selling, but it it complements your selling effort. So if you're calling clients or sending them email blasts or whatever, this complements. You can even send a link. You can send a video link of your or of your brand, your property. Maybe you haven't seen your property before. Maybe you just redid it. You just um, um, finished uh, recently finished a renovation or whatever, and they haven't had time to come and look at your hotel. Why not do a live from your hotel? I mean, there's so many ways that you can be creative and make things happen where you can go to these meetings and say, hey, these are things I'm doing. And I guarantee you, GMs, your director of sales or your sales managers will say, oh, my God, you're doing all that? I mean, this is great. I mean, this is things that you should be doing. So anyone that has their hand on doing things in social media should never go to a meeting and say, and start making stuff up or I'm tired of lying. I, I, like I said, I was, I think I was kind of disappointed. I laughed uh, because I thought it was funny, but in the back of my mind, I said, that's, that's very disappointing that, you know, someone uh, would even do that. I mean, I, you can't make stuff up because they, eventually they see it. Right. So, I mean, that's just, oh, boy. Anyway, I just thought that was (laughs) it was interesting and eye opening at the same time and and disappointing. So but anyway, so those are things that you can do in social media. See, I'm just throwing out these little uh, people call them gems and, you know, jewels, diamonds or knowledge or whatever. I'm just I'm just giving information out because I think um, I'm here to help. That's that's what it comes down to is Russell of hotels, Russell Edmond, whoever the heck you want to call me. Uh, he's here to help. He's here to do whatever uh, it takes to get this, to get it, to get us back to where we should be. We're never going to be back to where we were, but at least we should be to where we should be. Meaning we're getting, we're somewhere where we're um, almost getting our fair share. What we, sh- whatever that is. I don't even know what our fair share is. Do you know what your fair share of business is? We don't know what it is now, but with social media and being engaged with your, your guests, your clients. Um, I, I just think even with your employees, you need to be engaged with them. So I just think we need to do that. And and this is just part of the, this is just a piece of the puzzle to get there. Um, okay. What else? Ooh, boy, I, I, I beat that one. Didn't I? Why do people, and I, I already mentioned this a little while ago. Why do people do TikTok and social media videos uh, because they want to be noticed. That's it. So if they want to be noticed, why can't we be noticed too? Um, so what do you? So if 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 people are doing TikTok, what are you doing for your brand? That's a good question, right? What are you doing for your brand to be noticed? Who knows? Uh, and if you're if you don't know where to go, just let call me, and I will let you know where you should go or where where you can start. And I'm just looking down because um. Love you stream. Okay, see, 
I have this um, love you stream. Been watching as I grew up in hotels. Okay, so I'm getting. I'm just having to get uh, something from um, someone on LinkedIn, which I'm live on. But for some reason, my my comment section is not working. But some people are sending comments here, and I'm just reading them here. But um, but no, it's it's good. Thank you so much for the people that are reaching out, that are mentioning things, that they see me on social media or they see me on LinkedIn. I do appreciate that. We got quite a few views already. Let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. Let's see. Comments. Let me just read. Uh, noise is king. Being number one is king. Okay. Uh, hospitality rules. Yeah. Russell got to sign off and get ready for my four. Okay. Lonnie Wolf. Shout out to Lonnie Wolf. Um, Marsha, love the sound effects. Okay, good. Jeff Martin, Mr. Edmund, very, very nice, my man. All right, Jeff Martin, appreciate that. See, so, so, so there's people making comments, and like I said, I, I apologize because the comments are not coming on my screen, and normally they would, but for some reason they're not. But that's, thank God I have a phone here, and I can just, you know, go down there and see, you know, people are making comments. So that's why I wanted to come back to LinkedIn because I get more engagement because I, I want people to engage in the conversation and, you know, whatever you're thinking. And, and if anything, you're going to get a shout out. Okay. So I appreciate Lonnie Wolf. I appreciate Jeffrey Martin, uh, Marsha Edmond, who happens to be my sister. Okay. So, you know, Hey, family first, right? So thank you, Marsha. Marsha's a teacher. So, you know, shout out to all the teachers out there. Okay. That are, dealing with these kids, you know, that were pinned up after this whole COVID thing. Right. So no. Uh, so shout out to my sister for, um, you know, being a teacher because guess what? Your brother could not be one. Okay. <laughs> no. Okay. So, but anyway, but uh, let me just move forward. Cause we're about, we're close to the end here. Don't worry. We're, we're, we're getting there. We're like um, a couple minutes into this game. Uh, let's see. Okay, so I always end, I'm not quite at the end, but there's a couple things that I always ask. Um, so what are you doing for your brand? That's one thing. Uh, are you working on your personal brand? Okay, and remember, you are the brand, and the brand is you. Does that make sense? You are the brand, and the brand is you. Okay, so just remember that. Um, people buy from you. And this is the thing that gets me, okay? Okay. People don't buy because you're at this hotel, okay? They buy because they're familiar or comfortable with you, okay? Like uh, when I was at the Sheraton, they didn't say, okay, I got a book at the Sheraton. Well, there's other hotels that are out there. What's the difference between the Sheraton, the Hilton, the Marriott, the Hyatt? It's the people, the IHGs in the world. It's the people, right? It's the person that they resonated with. Okay, the property does, if the, if the property has one property has more space than the other and you need a hotel with larger space, then okay, so that ho okay, that hotel is going to win out over the ones you looked at. But normally people, they want to book with who they're comfortable with. They want to book with who they know. Okay. So that's why you have to, you have to reach out to people. You have to continue. You got to be creative, right? So uh, people know me because of the things that I put out on social media. Okay. Cause I've reached more people on social media than I can ever think about reaching on my own. Okay. There's just no way. And now I'm getting another phone call from someone else. I mean, do these people know that I'm doing the show right now? Delete. So, um, <laughs> so just remember people buy from you. So that's why I say you, you're the brand, right? You're the brand who represents that brand that you stand, you're standing with. If that's the Sheraton Universal, then that's the Sheraton Universal, okay? But I think they should go hand in hand, okay? That, when you promote one yourself, you're promoting them as well, okay? So always do things above board when it comes to being professional, okay? You know, remember, you're the brand that people see first, and they associate you with that brand that you represent, okay? Uh, just real quick um, and what, what do I mean by that? You know, everybody can't be the life of the party when you're going out. Okay. So you go into these functions and things like that. People watch you. Okay. So make sure we're not the too much of the life of the party. Okay. Because 
that can sometimes go against you. It goes back to the, your brand, okay? So if Russell's out here getting drunk and, and falling over himself, why do I want to do business with him? Okay, he just showed his butt at that last event. Okay, so so just remember that as well, because that's one thing that I started my career with with Marriott Hotels. Okay, and this was I don't think it was written anywhere, but I remember just you know the people that I got that trained me, and his name was I'll I'll mention his name. His name was Byron Bean. Okay, Byron Bean trained me in housekeeping. Okay, he was my first introduction to being a manager with, with, with Marriott hotels. Okay. I worked for a courtyard, right? So he was, he was so disciplined in everything that he did and he would, I would watch what he did. Right. And, and I would want to emulate him because I thought he was just the most professional person. He was, um, he was well-respected. Not everybody liked him though. Okay. But that was okay because he had different ways of doing things, but he was always consistent, always professional, and that was it. Okay. And that's for me, that was all I needed. Right. So, and even when, you know, he said, I remember going to, um, we're going to like, uh, when the, when the, um, what do you call them? When the managers got their first assignments, there was like a party or something like, uh, it was a trainee for the, for the manager trainees. It was like, a when you finish your training or maybe you're close to the end of your training, they had like a celebration or whatever. I can't remember. It was a meeting, but then they had a couple of receptions or whatever. And I just remember saying, hey, he, he just he kind of told me, he said, hey, you know, just, you know, always be professional when you go to these things. You know, and I'm like, OK, he didn't tell me specifically what, but he just said, just, just be professional because she said he said, you never know who will be looking at you. So I took that. And when I started going to these events, I'm like, you know, you're absolutely right, because there's people that will take advantage of. Okay, the, the drinks are flowing, the food is flowing, all this and that, and people are just taking advantage of the drinks, and you know, and then it started the show. And then when you the next day when you had a meeting at seven thirty, and people start showing up at eight and eight thirty, you know that stuff was noticed, right? So it, from day one, I knew that. I mean, at first of all, that wasn't within me anyway. I mean, you know, I, I like to have a good time and drink, but two drink minimum always. You never see me have more than two drinks, okay? I don't know why I'm even saying this, but it's, I think it's something that's important for the new people that are coming up. You know, at least if you're going to drink more than two or three, four or five, whatever, be able to handle it, okay? Be able to hold it and not show that you've been drinking a lot, okay? So those are the things that I was told that I, that I remember to this day, and I always kept with me because, remember, you're the brand who's representing the brand. Okay, so I guess that's why I said it, because I'm on this whole branding thing. Branding is not selling. Okay, branding is showing what you're about. What is Russell of Hotels about? What is Russell Edmund about? Is he about having a good time? Yeah, he may be having a good time. But is he about being drunk and being late to the meeting the next day? Heck no. Okay, never, never. I can say that. Never been late to meetings. None of that stuff. At least I'd call first if I was going to be late. But, But no, never because of. I overdid it or anything like that. So, so just remember that. I mean, that was a little side note, but for people that are maybe coming up in this industry or maybe people that have forgotten, you know, we need to be the ones to tell the people that are coming up behind us that, you know what, we can have a good time. We can have fun. Just don't overdo it because your brand represents that brand. Okay. So you are the brand who represents that brand. Okay. So, I think I, I think I kicked that one enough, right? So anyway, uh, number one, I always ask these four questions. What is your brand doing to stay relevant? You see the theme here? It's all about the brand, right? What is your brand doing to stay relevant? Number two, uh, are you marketing differently or the same as before COVID, BC? So are you marketing differently or the same as BC? Number three, how are you connecting with your past or current clients or customers? Or are you? connecting with them? Are you staying engaged? You know, are they responding back to you? Are you staying engaged with them? Are you having more conversation with them? Uh, see what's going on. Number four, what has the situation taught you? Uh, the whole COVID thing, what has it taught you? How, you know, start, taught you not to put all your eggs in one basket, uh, to kind of diversify what you do. I, what, what has it taught you? I, I don't know. Only you can answer those questions. What has it taught me? It told me I need to do more of the following. It told me I needed to, I need to develop more of a social media presence. And that's what I did. Over the last 18 months, I've been on social media like crazy. I did not stop, okay, because 
my brand's important, right? So if people don't see my brand, I don't get any business. That's it. That's that's what it comes down to. So I think if more people had that um, ideology, if you will, uh, I think we'll be posting a lot more. You will see a lot more from hotel people. You'll be more creative. You you will see the things that you're doing because sometimes we rely on outside companies to do things for us because we don't understand it ourselves. So we need to take ownership of any kind of marketing that we do. We need to know exactly, exactly, exactly what we're doing, right? Even if you work, you know, some, I know some like uh, boutique hotels, they do business with um, PR companies or PR companies do a lot of their engagement of social media things and maybe some of their marketing things or whatever. And that's fine, but you need to know exactly what they're doing, right? And how they're doing it. And what the results are, you know, because I know what my results are. I know who, who watches my show, right? I know those um, metrics and all that stuff, okay? So you, you need to take it upon yourself to find out because guess what? At the end of the day, they're going to be asking you, if you're the director, you know, what are these metrics? What do these mean? What's going on? Um, you're saying you're doing social media. What does that mean exactly? I mean, you have to be able to explain this stuff. So there you go. So, so it's what it was telling me is that I need more social media presence, which I'm doing. I need, and I got that by doing more lives. And then I started a podcast. Well, I started a podcast about almost three years ago now. So, because I wanted people to know that I was still around and I was doing things, I'm doing things to help out the industry. That's why I do what I do. Um, so, those are some of the things. Okay, I'm not going to tell you what branding is today and. Branding and selling are two different things. That's what I'm going to tell you. I'll, maybe next week I'll, I'll mention that because I'm almost out of time. I only got four minutes, and I try to stay within an hour. Although I can go over because it's my show, but you know what? You guys all have time too, right? You guys have lunch and all that stuff, and I don't want to take a lot of your time because your time is important. Um, but remember, marketing is never about you. It begins with your audience and what they want. Once you know what your audience wants, Connect them with a product or service in a way they want to receive it, how they want to receive it. It's never about you as the marketer. It's about them. They're the recipient. How do they want to receive the information? Okay, that's important. Um, And sometimes we tend to forget. We get in these meetings and we think it's all about us. Well, this is what I'm doing. This is what, well, why are you doing that? Because that's what I want to do. No, it's because the client or your customers are telling you what they want. And the bulk of them are telling you, right? Because you're always going to have, you know, some offshoots, right? But the majority of the people, you have to be marketing to the majority of the people. You're never going to get everyone, but you can get the majority, okay? Uh, You know what a hotel brand advocate is? Is a guest or employee of a business who proactively shares info about your hotel and their to their networks via social media, word of mouth, email, or through content without any incentive other than they, than they love your brand. Okay, so we need more of those people. We need those guests that stay at your hotel just because they love your brand. Okay, you need to get them on a live. You need to get them on a talk talk show. You need to get them to 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 testify about your hotel and the services. Or why they stay at that hotel. I mean, that's what we need. We need authentic stuff. I mean, we can, as hotel people, we can put all this stuff out that we want. But what goes further? Authenticity. authenticity meaning you have a guest that, that, that can vouch for your service. A guest who can vouch for your hotel being as great as you saying it is on social media. You need guests to do that. Okay. That's more authentic. Okay. Then. Russell, you know, who is a director of sales at the XYZ Hotel, saying that, oh, you should come stay here because it's great. No. If a guest said that, then, okay, I'm more likely to say, oh, shoot, Joe, Joe Schmo that stays at that particular hotel, he likes it, so, and he's a VP of this company, you know, blah, 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 blah. You want those people that are credible to talk about your brand, okay? That's what a brand advocate is, and we don't have enough of those, okay? We have brand uh, what do you call it? Ambassadors who were paying to talk about us, our hotels. No, we need more brand advocates. There is a difference between the advocate. Okay, just so you know. All right. All right. I, I'm sure that some people, they'll get off and be like, oh, he, he was right. Yeah, you're right. 
but anyway, okay, four P's. I'm about to done. I'm about to finish. I always end the show with this. This is a Russell of Hotels, the four P's. Purpose, know why you do what you do, okay? Uh, number two, people, be an inclusive leader, okay? You have to be inclusive. Number three, passion, either you have it or you don't. You can't fake the funk, okay? Number four, perseverance, be consistent, continue, continue to evolve, don't give up, and swerve when you need to. Swerving, we replace that P word, which everyone uses, that pivot word. Oh, you got to pivot. No, on air with Russell of Hotels, we swerve. Uh, are you a leader? If you are, lead by example and be more inclusive with your team. Uh, use time to develop yourself. Separate yourself from the pack. Learn something new. Invest in yourself and always, always stay relevant. And focus on what you can control. All the other crap, just let it go because you can't control it anyway. Okay? So that's it. Leadership dictates where your company will go. You know, good leaders, hotels go up. Bad leaders, Hotels go down. I mean, I've seen it. I've been on both sides of it. I've seen it. So uh, be a good leader. If you're going to be a leader, you might as well be a good one. Okay. So anyway, I want to thank you guys for joining on air with Russell of Hotels. I do appreciate it. I do not take it lightly that you guys join in as you listen to that music. We're going out right now. So, but anyway, thank you so much for joining on air with Russell of Hotels. Remember... It is Taco Thank Tuesday, so have some tacos and tell them Russell of Hotel sent you. Tune in okay. every Tuesday so you guys take care. PM Peace. As we talk to other hospitality professionals. Your feedback is important to Russell. Feel free to email him at russell at russellofhotels.com with any questions or suggestions. Until next time, try not to be a person of success. Rather, become a person of great value.